We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone! Hello! Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I am James. I'm Aaron. Am I allowed to Are introduce sh- myself? Well... <laughs> I did it! <laughs> Yay, good job! <laughs> that voice you hear... <laughs> yes, that go ahead the... and introduce yourself. Okay, yeah. I'm Lucy. Yay! Lucy! Hi! Of the, of the deceased Midpoint podcast. Oh, well, R.I.P. Midpoint podcast. Maybe, I mean, it could rise again. Maybe one. Ooh, okay. zombie podcast. Zombie podcast is is the way to go, probably. Yeah, I'm not ready to say it's dead yet. So it's just comatose. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like cool. Snow White. Yeah. Yeah. It's it just there's no telling how long it will be until right. it's awakened. <laughs> That's somehow terrifying, and I'm not really sure why. Yeah. Um, yeah. feels like a threat. Yeah. But I'm yeah. excited for it, so it's like a. It, it's a threat to Tom. Thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> One day um, I'm just gonna be like, we're recording a podcast right now. <laughs> you just spring spring mics on him. Yeah, we are. We are in the midst of uh, T. Hanks Giving Month, Lucy, mm-hmm. and uh, we have uh, this episode and one more episode to go uh, in our celebra- our monthly celebration of Tom Hanks. Um, so we ha- but before we do that, we have some no context corrections. <laughs> Boy, do we. This week's No Context Corrections are dedicated to Amity, yeah, who has provided most of them. Most of them, right, exactly. Um, the first is, um, we're trying to think of who Sandra Bullock's go-to 90s rom-com uh, male partner was. Yeah. And we came up with no one, and Amity quickly corrected us. Lucy, do you have any thoughts on this? Do you have any ideas about who she was constantly cast with? Because it totally slipped my mind. Like now, no, I can't think of who she was cast with in any movie now. We're we're gonna say it, and you're gonna be like, "Oh right, that guy." Or maybe you'll be like me, and I was like, "Wait, really? Oh yeah, yeah, no, all right, yeah." Keanu Reeves is oh Sandra yeah, because in Speed, right? Speed and um and then The Lake House, I believe. Oh yeah, that, that weird movie. Yeah, that was a weird movie. Were they time both travel in... mailbox? Yeah, time travel mailbox movie. Were they time both tra- in Speed too? Well, it wasn't really time travel. It was like. Time was broken. Time, yeah. yeah time wormhole mailbox. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think I saw that in the theater. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think that one of them was not in Speed Two Cruise Control. Yeah, I uh, feel like I she wasn't. I think maybe he was. Was that the one with the boat, or was that mm-hmm. Speed yeah. Three boat? No, it was Speed Two Cruise Control. I imagine that they had to keep a boat going. I never saw it. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> it was a sailboat. It didn't have Tom Cruise in it, which is a huge travesty. But uh, oh my god, it is! <laughs> oh yeah, they could Did it have they Penelope really Cruise at least. I don't even think it had Penelope Cruise. It was just a real, real swing and a miss. Yeah. Um, and that's why it did bad. <laughs> I, I assume. Um, Aaron, what's that? What do we have? Another no context correction? We sure do. Um, ap- after uh, so this one we have to dedicate to both Amity and also after recording Googling. Yeah. Um, wherein we discovered that the movie The Shop Around the Corner was yeah. a movie, mm-hmm. um, a 1940s Jimmy Stewart movie. No, it was based on a play. So based I on a entirely... based on a Hungarian play, right. which also was not written in the 1800s by Charles Dickens. Right. But, so, yeah. I mean, we got it right in that it was 
the thing the movie was the movie you've got mail was based on yeah exactly that was um, all we got right yeah that's all we got right apparently it's a very cute movie and yeah. apparently it's available on youtube yeah and apparently and the based on the plot synopsis it doesn't appear to be nearly as rife with troubles as you've got mail was yeah like there was a bunch of stuff that they added to complicate you've got mail i guess I'm yeah. not sure. what did they add to you've got mail like the whole uh, she owns a business thing was not a thing. I mean, I, they did that for like woman owning business, like a female owned business. Wait, then whatever. what was the plot of the movie? They worked together and didn't like each other and basically uh, were communicating via 1940s newspaper? misconnections in a yeah. newspaper. Yeah. Like, you know, the misconnection section of Craigslist? Yeah. It was like that, but in the newspaper. Uh. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so, they were co workers. Yeah. Apparently, they had a boss who had some real marriage trouble, and that was yeah. a huge plot point. Yeah, which just didn't exist in You've Got Mail. Right. Hmm. Well, I guess like his dad, his his dad and grandfather. Yeah, I mean, kind of. But yeah. Um, and then they apparently also made a musical with Judy Garland. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That I have forgotten the name of the minute I started talking about it. It wasn't Shop Around the Corner? It wasn't Shop Around the Corner. It was something about summer. I don't know. If you go to the Wikipedia page for Shop Around the Corner, it's there. Shall I Google or no? Yeah, probably. All right, hold on with that. We don't want to continue with our trend of not Googling things and then having to no context correction. But while you Google that, um, we have a final no context correction uh, from Andy. Andy told us that the most recent Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie was called Ithaca, not Icarus. Right. We did not even realize that we were saying the wrong word. I I words that relate in some way to uh, Greek mythology. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the good old summertime, 1949. Um, also, hmm. the 1963 Broadway musical She Loves Me was also inspired by the play and the film. That's right. So. Wow. Um, yeah. So those are our no, no context corrections. Yes. From last week when we decided not to Google stuff. Right. And it worked we, out with, great. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this week we are um, resurrecting briefly the format, or you know, blatantly stealing and then having Lucy on to watch us steal it. Uh-huh. Um, As we do. The format of Lucy's uh, of Lucy's podcast Midpoint to talk about uh, a TV show that Tom Hanks was on before he was anyone. He was in this TV show. Uh-huh. Called Bosom Buddies. Yes. Lucy, do you want to tell us the format of the show? Of Midpoint or of Bosom of Buddies? Mid- of Midpoint. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, well, you want me just to like, explain uh-huh. Bosom you Buddies? You just talk. <laughs> uh, you're like, okay, the rest of the podcast is you. So Midpoint, what we would do is we would watch a show. We would watch the middle episode of the, of the uh, entire series. So, uh, you know, like... For example, we, I, I don't know. There's no example. Right. It's just what I just So, Boys and Buddies was 37, uh, 37 episodes long, so we watched episode 19, yeah. which is right at the, the exactly. exact middle point. Um, uh, yeah, and then we talk about it. Right. Um, so, and that's what we just did with Boys yeah, and Buddies. Yeah, and, and you guys typically do. watch shows that you had not seen, correct? Well, or that at least one of that you was not seen. That was the rule That was like OG. Yeah, but point. then it, it was, it got kind of amended. It was like... You, we had to have 
at least one of us had to have not seen it. I, generally, the rule was you just couldn't be, like, super into right. it. Like, you could have maybe, like, seen it once or twice, but it couldn't be, like, a show right. that you really yeah. liked. Got it. Because you were coming to it fresh in the middle with, yeah. with the, little context. With little context, yeah. yeah. So, like, if you'd seen a few episodes here and there, it was right. okay. But, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, it turns out none of us had seen any of Bosom Buddies, correct? No. no. Yeah. I had not seen Bosom yeah. Buddies. We watched uh, episode 19, which was called Cahoots. It aired April 30th, 1981, and it was the season finale, because I guess in the 80s, they ended seasons at the end of April, um, as opposed yeah. to... As opposed to now, when it's, like, December. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. And whether it was a good episode for it or not, this didn't yeah. feel like a season finale to me. I thought... For... Yeah, I actually forgot that it was a season finale until you just yeah. said that, and now I'm, like, rethinking the whole show. I thought... There was a moment where I was like, oh, this is pretty good season finale stuff, and then... They wrapped everything up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, never mind then. Yeah. Um, Actually, one of our rules on Midpoint was that we never did season finales. Oh, really? Um, yeah. We would always, it, we would never do season openers or season finales. We would always, like, push it to the next episode because we wanted to avoid, like, big endings right. or, like, big beginnings. <laughs> um, but it's funny because I definitely don't think this show qualifies yeah. as yeah. one no, yeah. that had a big ending. Yeah, and it only, it only lasted two seasons. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, I guess I guess big cliffhanger season finales weren't a thing for a while yet. Especially on, like, sitcoms. Yeah, I guess. They yeah. still kind of aren't on sitcoms. I mean, like, Modern Family. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say a cliffhanger yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Or even like a... But it's, I feel like a, it might be like a wrap-up. Like for Modern Family, it would be like someone's graduating. Right. Yeah. Sure. Or like... So, sure, yeah. Sure. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, but there wasn't any of that in this either. No. It no. was just like... This could have been any episode of any part of the season at all. Yeah. So yeah. Um, do we want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Um, yeah. I thought uh, the recap at the beginning was super helpful because... I didn't know what this show was about. I am still confused, but <laughs> I'm still yes. confused, but at least I kind of understand. I'm confused about how they managed to make it work. Yeah, I'm confused about semantics. <laughs> but, it, but I'm glad that they were like, so this is why this is the world that they live in. So right. the, the plot of Bosom Buddies is that Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari, whose names are Kip and Henry, had to move out of their apartment... Because it got demolished? Yeah, like... While they were sleeping? They were sleeping <laughs> it, and it got hit with a big old wrecking ball, and their friend, whose name Amy. I... Amy. Amy? Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah, so their friend Amy was like, oh, you can come move into my apartment. Except that right. it's a woman, like, basically a woman's boarding house. The Susan B. Anthony Hotel. Yes. So they had to, as you do, pretend to be women in order to move into this... So that was what was confusing to me because it, they never gave any reason why they had to move into <laughs> right, the right. <laughs> Like it was just that it was the only apartment. Like I guess maybe they were just lazy. Like they just didn't want they would look for any other apartment. I'm assuming yeah, that, that maybe in the pilot episode they explained that they couldn't find another place that they could move into right away. Right. Or something yeah. since they obviously couldn't live in their demolished apartment. Although maybe with the events of this episode, maybe Amy was like, "No, no, no, you have to live next door." Well, yes, that's true. Maybe, I, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I, I like to think that this is one of those shows that was created because someone thought of the title yeah. and then they were like, they worked backwards yeah. from there. They were like, what, what could a show called Bosom Buddies be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I thought the whole credits were like super charming. Yes, they were. They really yeah. were. Like vignettes of, I, I really hope that they aren't um, clips from the show, even though they almost certainly are. Right. But like an idea where they filmed these credits of them just doing funny weird yeah homelessy sort of stuff uh-huh. like <laughs> hobo <laughs> yeah. stuff remind like, me uh, when this show aired 1981 okay didn't it seem so much older than that it did yeah. it felt like it took place in the 70s yeah. and shorts were apparently very short in 1981 oh my god <laughs> actually i lied i took one note and it was just the word shorts <laughs> the, the shorts just in the opening sequence just kept getting shorter really and shorter did. <laughs> And then there's one scene at the end where they're playing football, and it's like one of them is not even wearing pants. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he's wearing a, it's a Peter Scolari is wearing a shirt that covers his shorts. Because the shirt yeah. is a normal length and the shorts are not. <laughs> it was very bad. But super charming. Yeah, well, yes. Incredibly charming. Yes. So, so, the basic, pl- okay, so they pretend, they have to pretend to be women. Tom Hanks is. I guess. They like, quote unquote they have did, to pretend to be women. They didn't really much in this episode at all. I was well, looking for some. Yeah, I was hoping action, yeah. but funny Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari pretending to be women moments, and there really weren't any. There, there was. He was in. He was in. Uh, Peter Scolari was in. Was dressed as Hildegard for exactly like fifteen seconds. And then, and, and, and then, then there was it. the scene where he was in the other room changing and just kept throwing all of his pieces <laughs> of clothing stuff. because that's what you do when you yeah. change clothes—you throw them out into the living room. Right, right. Um, yeah. You wouldn't want to think that he wasn't changing. Right, but you have to assume, like you have to. I assume that the rest of the show, there's a lot of like physical comedy of them being dressed as. Oh, women. there, has, there to has to be. There has to be. That has to be the whole point of the show. I yeah. mean, it's got to be just that right. This episode lacked it completely i was i got to the end i was like oh wait there's nothing there was none of that at all yeah we never see we never see tom dressed as buffy wilson yeah so yeah yeah. he he voiced her one time somebody knocked on the door and he's like who is it right and it was amy so he didn't have who knew so he didn't have to do the voice anymore no i think we did see him for a second what when she when she opened the door wasn't he dressed as buffy I think he like poked his head out dressed as her. Did he? Wasn't that it? Was that in the credits though? I thought that was in the. Maybe credits. that was in the credits. The credits were yeah. long because they were like some. 19- yeah, the credits were. The credits took up a significant portion of the show. Yeah, he when he opened the door. Um, when Amy came to the door after Henry is, escaped, on like out the out window. Of, yeah. Um, yeah. He was wearing like yeah. a wrestling singlet. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think he. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell because I think his Buffy Wilson hair was very similar to his actual hair right. because his hair <laughs> was quite large in 1981. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, in terms of plot, so the idea I thought I actually wrote down a note: Kip is dating Sunny. Question mark. But that's not that's not true. Yeah. I thought that they were dating because of how they acted around each other, but that's not true. Yeah. They're no, keep... I think they were. I feel like in the sh- in shows in the seventies and eighties, it's always really ambiguous yeah. if people are dating, yeah. because like you can't be friends with women, so it's like right. you're always like men are always like kissing women on the cheek right. and going on dates with them, but they're not actually right. dating. Although I will say, Amy was was 
I got the impression that Amy was Kip's buddy. Like yes, yeah, his his pal. Well, yeah, because um, she Amy was, was cool. dating his best friend. Question or, mark? Or trying to, trying to. I yeah, thought she brought sure. that picnic in, and they were sitting down with wine. Yeah. And I thought for sure that you know I must have missed a season long thing where they were right. in a committed relationship yeah. and like about to get married, but no. And then he worked. They worked in the chillest office ever, where you could just bring in <laughs> where, like glasses yeah, of wine. Where when for your lunch. boss comes out to say we need to have a meeting because you screwed up, it's fine if you bring the wine to the meeting. Right? <laughs> yeah, he brought the it's wine. It's totally into cool. The I mean, I guess he wasn't a- in an advertising agency yeah. in New York. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Mad Men has taught us nothing, right. <laughs> this is happened. true. It's that it's a world of drinks. This is true. Uh, so Amy is played by the girl that played the daughter on Back to the Future. Uh, Marty's sister, Linda. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and she's also in in the movie Bachelor Party, also with Tom Hanks. Oh. Um, but what's weird is that uh, this was like three, four years before Back to the Future, and like three years before Bachelor Party. So like this was like what people who were going to Back to the Future might know her from, which was sort of weird. For yeah. Me to hmm. realize, because she was big in this. Like she had a big comedic part in it. Yeah. I kinda kinda yeah. dug it. Like she kinda Peter Scolari was sort of a supporting character in at least this episode. Yeah, he was like, barely in yeah, it. Yeah, she seemed Yeah, she seemed like the second main character. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Can I ask what y'all's opinion was of Sonny? <laughs> well, here's the thing. This is where Lucy tries to be charitable. I... <laughs> Well, it's just like, I couldn't tell if, I think what's hard when you watch something from a different decade is like, you're not always sure if the joke is, if you're getting the joke, because like, you know, like if someone, if there was like a a caricature of a Kardashian right now, or like someone who acted like a Kardashian right now, like we would all get that, Right. right? But then, you know, 30 years from now, people might not remember that that's like how the Kardashians acted and that's what that character was based off of. So it was like hard to tell if Sunny was supposed to be like making fun of something right. or if she just sucked. <laughs> right. She she felt very much like like it would like this was a spin-off show from her brief stint on Three's Company. Like she yes. felt like a very much blonde from Three's Company that Jack tries to get with um, right. yeah. character. Dumb but cultured. Yeah. And and like an expert in her field, but also an idiot. W- would you say like, she was yeah. an expert in her field, given what happened at the end? Yeah, I was like, what field? <laughs> Plague detection, I mean, clearly. Her field was she's a nurse, and he was like, <laughs> clearly faking chills. And she's yeah. like, oh, you have the bubonic plague. Yeah. Uh, right. We, maybe we should explain the context of how the bubonic plague right. comes yeah, into play. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to talk about Bob Fosse for a sec. Okay. Um, so she comes in, and she's going on a, going to go on a date with Kip, um, Tom Hanks, because I can't say Kip. God, the name. Um, then she. <laughs> Wait, that's really funny, because that's my favorite name. Is it really Kip? Yeah, I am always telling Matt that we're going to name our child that, well, if, and he hates if it. If you name your child Kip, then I have always been on record as liking it. Um, J- no, it just means <laughs> that James will call your child Tom Hanks. I will call your child. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> all right. Um, so she ditches him. Well, that'll be confusing because our second child will be named well, Tom Hanks. Hanks all, I mean, you got to think about that. Yeah. When you. Yeah. When you uh, when you name what people will call your child. Um, so she ditches him to go audition for Bob Fosse. Right, because I guess being a nurse isn't 
Is she a nurse by day and dancer Aspiring by night? Aspiring dancer by night? Actress? Yeah. I wasn't... I th- I assumed she was, like, a performer. I didn't realize she well, was a Well, yeah, because they I didn't thought... say till the end that she was a nurse, and by then I had forgotten about Bob Fosse. Right. Yeah. So I wasn't yeah, confused until this moment, but now I'm very right. confused. Yeah, me too, and now I'm very confused. <laughs> so, I guess... <laughs> maybe she was auditioning to be a nurse for Bob Oh, maybe. Oh, that's possible. Maybe. You got a resin... Yeah. Maybe his health was poor, and... Yeah. He had auditions for caretakers. Um, yeah. So... Basically, um, Henry blows Amy off, and uh, Sonny blows Kip off, um, and so they decide to work together to get in cahoots with each other. Oh, just like the just title. Just like yeah. the title. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite parts was when they both pulled out their gigantic charts and graphs to show the, how they their affection for their unrequited affection for the other person. I have two notes about that scene. (laughs) My first note is, I bet James loved the, wait a minute, I'm receiving a hot newsflash typing sounds. I love the typing. And I bet he also loved the charts and graphs. (laughs) I like that they didn't explain that. Yeah, they just had them. Like, they just had, they had like no, we didn't know what the axes were right. or like what, like there's, there, there well, was no and it key. makes me right. wonder exactly. if that's a thing that played any part in any of the previous episodes or if this is the first we're seeing of them. I assumed it was the first I assume we're so seeing too, them. but yeah. now I really want there to have been, like for it to have been a thing the whole season where he just pulls out his <laughs> thing like, and marks it off just a little more. <laughs> And you're constantly seeing Amy updating her graph, and you're like, "What is that weird graph she has?" Boy, that would—that's <laughs> she a, finally explains it. That's a slow roll on that uh, that that thermometer. Yeah. A whole season, and he's barely made it above the bulb. That's uh, a yeah. that's rough. They were planning for like a six-season arc of this. Yeah. I guess. Whoops. Dang. <laughs> um, so they decide to trick the other people into loving uh-huh. them. I guess. Yeah. As you do. As you do. Um, and so the first thing that happens is that Kip changes the locks on their apartment. Right. And he actually changes the locks, yeah. too. It's not even like he just locks it from the inside. He for real pays a locksmith to change yep. the locks yeah. uh, so that Henry has to go change at Amy's house. Right. By throwing um, all of Amy... his clothes from the bathroom where he is changing with the door open just chucking right. all of his stuff, including his wig, which you don't just throw wigs around like that. Right. That shit's going to tangle. Right. But yeah. he did it. Just chucked <laughs> right. it right at the dining room table. Reagan-era wig economy was, was not what it is it's today, true. though. So, like, it's, people were just, like, throwing wigs all around. It's very true, just apparently. Like eating chips out of wigs. Ew. It was just, like, a whole wig. Eating <laughs> chips out of wigs. They had their guacamole wig <laughs> and their chip wig. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so gross <laughs> um but uh yeah so then he she basically is trying she spends the entire scene trying to get the cork out of a bottle of wine um yeah she's champagne. like using champagne. her teeth to try to get it out of a bottle of champagne which if that had worked she would be in the hospital she would yeah that, yeah. that thing will pop out with significant force although it didn't pop out with significant no, it was force bad champagne because then she just pulled yeah. it out it so, also yeah. looked like well, champagne was less powerful in this. Case. Right, it sure, also looked yeah. like the whole top Inflation. just was like wrapped in foil. Yeah. Like she forgot to take right. the foil off of the. Maybe that's what she was doing with her teeth. She was trying to take the foil right. off. 
She's trying. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. I didn't so think then, about that. The two women friends, I called them. I didn't catch their names. Oh yeah, black lady um, and old lady. The old one and the black lady. Yeah. Come over. It was Lily and Teresa. Someone else. I want to say Teresa? That may have been the actress's name. Yeah, I don't remember. Um. Oh, maybe you're right. Um. They come over having a pre-Wikipedia uh-huh. argument. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. I was going to say that, too. I was like, <laughs> too bad they don't have Google. and They could just immediately Google this. Right. Um, I also wanted to Google if Elizabeth Taylor has had more husbands since that show has aired so that the the number that they came up with was out of I date. I don't think so. Um, but I, I then didn't. I don't do think that, she has. So. I, think it was, I think that the number they gave was accurate. Um, yeah, settled they settled on seven, on seven, seven yeah. because she was married to Richard Burton. She was married to six men seven times because she married Richard Burton right. twice. Is this... Okay. That's literally all I know about is... Elizabeth Taylor's marriage history is that she married Richard oh. Burton twice. Oh. Yeah, I knew there that too. Go. I didn't even know that. And random... I just knew, you know, like, she looks kind of like Enya. That's all I really... Elizabeth Taylor? <laughs> kind of. Like, well, I'll show you later. Okay. Um, So... Then, uh, so basically Kip has, no, no, Henry has to go out the window because, again, he can't be in the all-women apartment. Right. So he goes out onto the fire escape. Right. Uh, so, so they come in and settle the bet and then leave by making a new bet about Mickey Rooney? Yes. Who I also didn't, I didn't know he had been married a bunch of times I think either, he has, yeah. So. But, uh, so then he's gone and she makes several hilarious jokes about him uh, having jumped off the fire escape. H- hilarious. I, wait, I have a question about. I had a question about that scene before. Yeah. Um, before the women came in. Yeah. There's like this part where he she asks if first she asks if he wants her to yes. peel him a grape. Right, right, right. Which like what in what universe does anyone <laughs> right. eat peeled grapes? Right. <laughs> and then he's like, no, but I would like an apple. And she's like, and she gets yes. like really excited, really stoked, and is like. Yeah, okay. And he's like, and an orange. And she's like, okay. And I'm I is there some sort of sexual innuendo that I'm not understanding about what you could do and with an apple and an orange? For a third apple or a nut or something. And she's like uh, a, a yeah. second apple. I mean, yeah. she's like ready to get naked for him at that point. <laughs> and then he starts juggling. <laughs> and then he juggles them. I, yeah. I, but like I don't what know. did she think he was gonna do with those fruits? I said, why was she so stoked about giving him fruit if she wasn't stoked about him juggling? Right. Like I was like, Oh, we're gonna see some great juggling action. And she was like, Ah, oh, juggling and I'm like, Yeah. What did you think was gonna happen? Was gonna find too. I don't understand what she thought he was gonna do with the fruit. There's like Do you think she was just stoked that she had the fruit that he was requesting? Maybe. Like it was like, I have that take it no because she seemed disappointed when you started juggling yeah, i don't know i got nothing yeah. and she was like this is not what i thought was gonna happen with this fruit but i was like well i mean it's not like you he was like give me some strawberries right. give me some whipped now, cream strawberries would have been a different story altogether yeah. some cherries perhaps yeah yeah some hot ch- chocolate fudge sauce right guacamole in a wig anything <laughs> sensual <laughs> so would have been better but apples and, and oranges are it's like comparing Apples to oranges? Um, uh, bananas and, yeah, right. pineapples. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have a so, note that he's kind of terrible. Who, uh-huh. Henry? Like, yeah. I mean, she's being yeah. super obvious. Right. And based on the... F- well, and it's not like he, he never says no. He's never is like, no, I'm not into that. Right. He just, like... Right, he's like, oh, you have this video game. Cool, I'm going to play this video game. Oh, you have this fruit. Cool, I'm going to juggle yeah. it. 
Yeah, that was. It, and he's, but it, but it's like he's not oblivious. He's yeah. like purposely doing he's it. He's using her. Like it's a, it's a yeah. like you give me free stuff. Yeah. Look, a video game. I'll play this now. Yeah. Yeah, that was annoying. Real annoying. Yeah, I do wonder if in other episodes he's not that bad. I ha- I have to imagine that when he's with Tom Hanks, he's not yeah. that bad. Because I didn't like him in any of his scenes in this episode. He wasn't great. Yeah, me either. No, yeah. Um, so he he escapes out the fire escape, and we cut to uh, what I thought was an amazing scene of of Tom Hanks pretending to uh-huh. box and then pretending to get his ass kicked uh-huh. at boxing, uh, which I thought was so nice and so funny and so cute yes. that I, I just I would have watched that uh-huh. the whole time. That was great. Yep. <laughs> And then Amy comes um, in, and she's like, Henry jumped out the window, and he's like, well, what do you want me to do about it? And right. then Henry shows up at is... their window. Right. And then I spent the next, like, five minutes trying to understand, like, how he could have climbed down a fire escape on one side of the building and then climbed up another fire escape on the opposite yeah. side of the right. building. Well, maybe they, right, yeah, no. He went over the, on the... Because they lived across the yeah. hall from each other. On the roof, maybe? Maybe they live on the top and he went over on oh, the roof? Oh, that's true, because oh, that maybe. makes more sense than that's, climbing down. Because yeah. there's usually... The fire escape is like a drop. Yeah, but, you can't, like, get up a fire escape. Yeah, you can so only you get, get down. down you'd have to go escape. all the way around the whole building and then get a boost. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this random <laughs> dude getting a boost onto the fire escape of the women's apartment building... I mean, it was New York in the 80s. People uh, probably true. didn't care. That is probably true. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so Tom um, Hanks turns around and he goes, well, golly, hi, Henry. And it was just, <laughs> it was another one that I wrote down because it was just so charming. I thought Henry was going to have heard them talking mm-hmm. about it, like, because he was at the fire yep. escape, but they didn't, if if that happened, it, they didn't allude yeah. to it at all. So. Yeah. Um, but then Henry gets upset because Kip left. Well, first he gets upset because Kip changed the locks. But then another confusing right. part for me was that Henry then gets upset because Kip left the window open. Sure. But why? Like, why did that matter? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess maybe a New York. It was thing? just an unrelated like a, fight. Don't leave, <laughs> don't leave your window open because people like me can come in. Or I pigeons. Yeah. Right. I really wanted a pigeon I to fly really in. I really wanted, right when he said pigeons are just rats with wings, I really wanted a pigeon right. to fly in and perch on his shoulder. Yeah. I did like the pantomime uh, that of, of him shooting the pigeon. Yes. I thought that was that was a pretty cute thing that Peter Yes, that was did. basically the only point in the episode Wait, where I found him in at all part? I found that very disturbing. I thought there it was disturbing. There was no need to I pantomime that... shooting a pigeon. It was too much... It was so much of a, a breakout pantomime that I was like, oh, okay, we're just committing to this whole, and the pigeon is, okay, yeah, that's just, I, I just, I liked it because it was so, like, um, committing to the, yeah, to the I didn't of the pantomime. Yeah, I didn't love the, like, the pantomime itself or the moment for the character, but it was a nice Peter Scolari moment. <laughs> right. Like, he did a great job with that little weird. In, in, in a sea of yeah. not. It was a quality pantomime. Right. It reminded me a lot of Duck Hunt, actually. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why it didn't bug me so much, because it digital ducks. Yeah. That's true. But, yeah. So, I guess then it's the next day, and they're back at the office, and Amy is again there. Does she work there? Yeah. She said something she... about how she only works there to be closer yeah. to Henry. Right. Right, 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 right. Um, so then she does a hila- what I thought was a hilarious bit, 
with Tom Hanks where he asks her what Sonny's favorite things are uh-huh. and she starts oh, yeah, that was good. very chilly giving him the lyrics to My Favorite Things from Sound of Music. Uh-huh. Um, I thought that was a great from, from both. I really would rather just have bosom buddies be Amy and Kip. Yeah. I was going to say, who are the real bosom buddies? Right. Yeah. Is mm, it now there's Henry the and thinker. Kip, or is it Kip and Amy? Yeah. Right. Um, they used the, our friend Amy, Kip's friend, yeah. um, got us into the. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, got, I liked uh, when she said, I'm not in this for the insults mop top. I thought that was a nice little. Uh, Dig at him. One liner. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and appropriate because, yikes. Yeah. Um, so it turns but. out that um, Sunny's actual favorite things are right. Chinese food. Szechuan. Szechuan Chinese, Chinese food. food. Dragon Slayer cologne. Dragons. I could not remember what kind of cologne it was. I kept wanting to say Sex was Panther. Was it Dragon Slayer? <laughs> Dragon Slayer Dragon cologne. Slayer cologne. <laughs> Which sounds like a rejected Axe body spray. <laughs> it does sound. Or like like Axe trying to get that D&D crowd. Uh-huh. Like, hey, nerd, you stink. Put on this yeah. Dragon Slayer cologne. Yes. Um, um, and then, and then my other favorite, yeah, you go. Oh, I was just gonna say, and illness because she's a nurse and likes taking care of sick people. Oh, you and forgot my favorite one, reggae. reggae. Music. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about the reggae music. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, which was a a fun. I kind of liked Sunny more. I was like, okay, all right. It's she like she likes reggae music. The That's... only hint of personality that we saw at all. Yeah. Yeah. So he uses those things to go to dinner with her. No, he shows up to a restaurant where Amy and Sonny are sitting. I guess they haven't ordered yet or something. Yeah. Um, with a bag full of Szechuan Chinese food. It was not a Whenever, Chinese he, restaurant. It was not a, well, I assume it was not a Chinese restaurant, but I, I guess I don't know that for sure. Yeah. He, like, moves his, like, neck in, into her nose space so that she can get a whiff of his Dragon Slayer cologne. Uh-huh. And then he pulls out a radio and puts on what I think is the Tide is High, but not the Blondie version, but I could be wrong because maybe it's just generic reggae. Okay. Um, so I feel bad, but I wanted to take a swing at that. It sounded a lot like the Tide is High, but it was it was also just generic reggae music. And they and also like, uh, order 10 root beers. Right, because Sassy Waitress who is my maybe my third favorite character in the whole show, um, said you can't order stuff. You have to eat the food, the, only the food that we serve because we make a better profit that way, which I thought was a funny way of putting that. Right, so he orders yeah. two um, root so, beers. <laughs> and she says there's a $5 limit, so he orders 10 which means that root beers were 50 cents. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, the 80s. Yeah. The 80s. What a time. But they were really small, and they had no ice in them. <laughs> true, true. Well, Gross. and probably spit. Ew. But, well, um, those particular root beers for sure. <laughs> right. Um, I liked when he turned on the reggae, and she said, reggae, my favorite. Yeah. She was the worst. Um, I kind of felt like maybe she isn't a big fan of reggae and just says that to sound interesting. Maybe. Uh, that actually yeah, makes me I like her even less. <laughs> like, what's your favorite music? Oh, uh, reggae. Reggae music. Yeah. Do you know anything about that? No. Then that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you don't have any follow-up <laughs> questions, that is my favorite kind yes. of music. I um, did really like her French braid. Oh, I didn't notice it. Uh, she was rocking a pretty great yeah, French braid. Yeah, it was like all across the top front part of her head. It was pretty oh, nice. great. Yeah. I guess... If I had seen that before my wedding, I would have tried to make that my hair for my wedding. <laughs> that would have been a cool callback. Yeah. Like a, yeah. like a, you know, 
only only a select few member number people that know bosom buddies super well. <laughs> Is that gotten... bosom buddies hair? <laughs> Is that the hair that Sunny was wearing in episode nineteen of Bosom Buddies? <laughs> yes. Yes. You are now my best man slash maid of honor. <laughs> 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 that um, was the true test to find my tr- bosom buddy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so then he starts faking illness, I guess, was what he was going for. Generic illness. Um, which I thought was a bad plan. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. Amy said I that Sonny liked illness. I thought for a second that it was going to be a, like, you know how in the 80s the word ill was like, cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This was before that, because this was still basically the 70s. But I thought for just a moment that, like, Sunny was a big fan of people that are ill. (laughs) She likes him ill. (laughs) Like, she listens to reggae music and likes ill gentlemen, like, (laughs) that are super ill. She does like blonde gentlemen. She does like blonde. Oh, that was a great part, too, that we missed. Yeah, um, he said, I'll dye my hair, and then she's like, with blue eyes, he's like, I'll dye my eyes, which I thought was pretty uh-huh. funny, too. <laughs> I guess um, color contacts probably weren't a thing back then. No, yeah. Not outside of Hollywood. Um, so, he, she assumes that he has the bubonic plague. Because uh-huh. she's an excellent she's a good nurse. nurse. She's an right, excellent right, nurse. Yeah. She can um, identify illnesses. Everyone in the restaurant runs in a panic out the exit of the, of the restaurant, including the waitress. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I guess she calls the ho- she is called the hospital because he he has the plague, but she I guess stays with him with no, like the paramedics have ventilation. Well, no, they have paper doesn't. masks. <laughs> well, that it's better than what she has. True, I assume maybe she has some sort of advanced invisible built, built in germ blocking right. system. Right, she just has like a, a mouth guard uh-huh. um, in her in her yes. mouth. Yes, um, and they take her. See. All right, we we need to get to we need to get to the the big reveal because I have questions about this scene too. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. So, basically, then he goes to the hospital and they pumped his stomach because that's a cure for the bubonic plague. <laughs> yeah, sure. I didn't really understand why they did that, but right. Um, it is a funny image, so I guess I guess that's uh something. Um, <laughs> but why did he let it get that far? Was my question. Like he was thinking. She, she was still there. So like Why was there a need she just... for it to get that far? How how bad I mean like are the doctors I'm as bad at their better. job as she is? That they go right. in there and she's like, he has a bubonic plague and they're like, Well, I guess we gotta pump his stomach <laughs> And then he's and, showing And then he wasn't like, Okay, okay, guys, I was just trying to win this girl over. Like I don't think Or even like Hey, I'm feeling better now. Well, and he's showing no legitimate symptoms. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, he didn't have any bubos, which is where the bubonic plague yeah. come from. He there didn't was... have an actual fever. Yeah. He just said he felt like it was getting hot in the room. And then started shaking. If anything, he should have been... Yeah, and then he had like a hardcore quote-unquote tremor. Right. Where he basically just started moving his hand around a bunch. Feels like there were lots of other diseases that she should have gone to first, is what I'm saying again. Right, the flu for starters. For instance, maybe start with the flu and work your way up to plague. <laughs> right, or faking, or an allergic reaction. They just ate strange right. Chinese food. From, yeah, from a Chinese restaurant yes. that was closing, from... as he said. So that's a that's yes. a good call too. Food poisoning would have been a good call. Um, how do you get yeah. his pulse racing? That's my question. He was probably nervous because he was well, because he was already he yeah. Because uh, she asked if he had any glandular swelling, and he which, said, "Oh said, yeah, yes." Which <laughs> is gross, but also was really, really, really funny. It was really like, good. <laughs> yeah, 
I feel like today delivered that la- that joke delivered would would fall super flat, but Tom Hanks delivering it 20 30 years ago, 36 years ago. Oh my Jesus. god, 36 years ago. Uh, is really really uh adorable. Yes. So um, so let's skip ahead to the final scene. So Amy and Kip are alone um hanging out in the lobby, I guess of the of the hotel. Oh, because he's Kip. So they're right. in the lobby. Yeah. We're, we're college dorm style. So they're hanging out, being lamenting their losses, and Henry... Does and- she know... Does Sonny know at this point that they are not Hildegard and Buffy? I don't think I don't so. Think so. Remember but obviously the- Amy knows. Amy knows, right. Yeah. Because right, in the credits, remember um, when he was, like, biting her hair? And he's like, I prefer the blonde one. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was weird. Like, right before that, it's like, we're... We we want these we we want these ladies, but we are we're pretending to be there. But I think that Sonny is like one of the main people that he's fooling. Yeah. So okay. that, that was my that was my impression at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Amy's so, the one who got them into that building to begin with, so she clearly knows that they are men pretending to be yeah. women in order to live in that building. I but guess then, the question for me was why can't he tell Sonny? Like right. it's not like she's gonna report him because then they have to cancel the show. That's Here's true. my question. Henry and Sonny come downstairs. Was it downstairs from the upstairs? It kind of seemed to me like it might have been downstairs from, like, a street entrance. From outside? I guess that's the only thing that makes sense, because... Yeah. I, I guess. I thought they came... I thought it was a street entrance. Oh, okay. All right. That, I like that better, then, because... Because the then whole... they also leave that way. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So they're, like, together. Canoodling. Like, they're, like... So yeah, canoodling is a great word for what they're doing. In sort of a weird, gross, like I didn't really like it at all. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And like, not that I, I don't have anything with PDA, but like it was, they were being like, ugh. They were gross. being really gross about it, and like rubbing their faces on each other's faces. Yeah. And yeah, just yeah, just being icky. So yeah. they tell Kip and Amy that. They that when Kip was in the ER, they got to talking and basically they can't fight this feeling anymore. And they've forgotten what they started fighting for. Right. <laughs> and they're going to go jump in their REO speed wagon and get married. Or just rub their faces together some more. Right. Who knows? Um. So then they, they <laughs> then Tom Hanks gave the greatest reaction I've ever seen on a television show of all time where he just like the slow build to the no, like uh-huh. screaming no yeah no because no. he'd been so chill sort of up until that point but right. like it just all came except out except when he revealed the graph <laughs> yeah right. exactly exactly um and so then amy i thought was gonna go for more of a like oh poor amy and she's because she's like no 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 but then she builds into that uh-huh. same no which was which was excellent you know, Tom Hanks's co-star Amy right. uh, did a great job in the, in this scene too. Yes. Yeah. So they uh, they're like, all right. Well, anyways, uh, now we've told you, so we're gonna go out. Yeah. Because we're going out now. Um, we've begun to see each other, so now we're gonna go out to live that New York romance life. Yep. And they start sniping at each other because they're like, "You did this. You suck." No, you suck. Kip and Amy start sniping at each other. Right, yeah. exactly. And then 
And I and I was like, oh wow, dang, go to credits. Yeah, but that's yeah. But that would have been a good place to end the season finale. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. However, so th- then Henry and Sunny come back in. and They're like, have they had enough? They're like, just and I wrote kidding. down. Yeah, I wrote down, it was a ruse. Henry and Sonny were in cahoots, too. Ooh. Oh, double cahoots. Double cahoots. So they're, mo- they're modern family in this title because uh, everyone had something to do with cahoots. Um, At the end, and, there's going to be, like, an emotional, someone's right. going to be, like, I guess re- we're all really over. in cahoots. Yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then there'll be clips of everyone learning a lesson. Right, right exactly. Um, so my question is, when did they know? That's what I could... Okay, because, like, if she knew... Then the bubonic plague thing... If she knew he started faking sick... Yeah. Why did she let him get his stomach pumped? Right. Well, because to teach him a lesson, of course. Seems but, like a harsh lesson. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that they knew... I think Henry did hear them out on the fire escape. He and then he was like, have. Hey, Sonny, let's do this. And then Sonny who is clever and quick on her feet because of all the reggae. Um, <laughs> and the Bob Fosse dancing. And the Bob Fosse dancing um, realized that she should say that he has bubonic plague because that will really screw everything up for him. That's Yeah, that's the only thing that makes any sense. She yeah. had to have known beforehand because why else would she diagnose that of all things? Right. Exactly. But then why would she let him get his stomach pumped? That's the, that is the thing that just doesn't make any like, sense to me. Like, that's a much worse thing to do to someone <laughs> than to pretend that you're dating their best friend. Was so she right. just waiting to see if he would stop it? Like, yeah, I think it may have been a chicken thing. Yeah, and he did it. And, yeah. Wow. And then Well, then you know what? I hope that him. he wins her over in season two. He yeah. got his stomach pumped for her. That's true. Although if someone if someone committed to something so hard that they got their stomach pumped, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm, I'm sorry, you're crazy. Into this. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. But this is a TV show and not my life. Right. Very true. Very <laughs> also, true. Also, it's Tom Hanks. Um, true. That's. Very I want true, him too. to get the terrible blonde girl that he's for some reason in love with. Yeah. Right. That's um, true. I want happiness for him and his all of the parts of his legs that I've seen. Which is most of them. <laughs> which, which is way too many of them. Yeah. And then it ends with uh, Amy and Tom Hanks slap fighting with each other because it's like, oh, yeah, you go to credits. Yep. Well, and then it's weird because, so, well, before that, it's weird because both Henry and Sonny are like, we know you guys are in love with us. <laughs> But right. <laughs> right. we thought we'd teach you a lesson instead of like I being th- like, look, it's never going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah, instead of being grown-ups and just saying, I'm not that into yeah. you. It was a very high school sort of thing. Like, listen, we all know how it's going, but if I'm if things, something's going to happen between us, it can't. it's not going to be like a play. It's going to just happen naturally, so keep on yeah. waiting. Well, I was like, but it's about, not going to happen if you don't want it to happen. <laughs> The entire right. premise of this show is like something out of high school. That's true. Yeah. Or Shakespeare. Right. Which Shakespeare's bosom buddies would have been a, a classic. Well, I'm pretty sure Shakespeare's yes. bosom buddy is called Twelfth Night. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> this fictional thing that I'm making up right now, Shakespeare's bosom buddies, it would be a, an excellent. Well, thing. but think about but it though. Unfortunately, it will never. It never got. <laughs> How many teen rom coms have been made? Based on Shakespeare plays, a that's lot. true. A lot. 
at least at least two. Yeah. Shakespeare basically was writing for high schoolers. Yeah. Ten Things I Hate About You, She's the Man, Romeo and Juliet, all these things, ba- all these rom-coms based on Shakespeare yep. plays. Romeo and Juliet was the commiest of those. <laughs> John Leguizamo was in it. I mean, I mean Jamie Kennedy was in it. That is very, Matthew very Lillard. true. I mean, it was a, it was a nonstop laugh fest. Uh-huh. Especially so. at the end when they died. Right. Spoilers. <laughs> um, so. So, yeah, um, that was Bosom Buddies. That. That was Bosom Buddies. I mean, like, and I know, Lucy, I definitely want to get to the part of your show where you were like, would you watch yeah. this again? Yep, that was my next question. I absolutely would watch both seasons of this. Really? Totally. Absolutely. I would. Not now. Not now. But it's on my list. I, it wasn't my favorite. I was charmed by Tom Hanks, but mm-hmm. sure. uh, I don't know. I didn't love it. I feel like if I had been... If this had been on, or if I had been, like, you know, born when this was on, yeah. and right. of the age that I am now when this was on, I probably would have yeah. enjoyed it yeah. and watched I it. I agree yeah. with that assessment. Yeah. It, it's okay. just a little Fair. too dated yeah. for me Okay, to, to really be like, yeah, I could commit to... I mean, it's only two seasons. Right. So yeah. I But it could, is full seasons, so, like, it's 36 more episodes. Yeah. I mean, I could commit but, to it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know that there's enough to really Tom Tom Hanks being Tom Hanks is really the only thing that would draw me in enough because it's got that kind of campy over the top '80s comedy sitcom style that yeah. I personally don't care for. Yeah, I agree. Sure, I, I like a little more subtlety with my comedy. And I think for me, it was a lot of the like jokes that didn't make sense that threw me off. Like I, I don't think I could watch a whole season of the of like things like the apple and and orange thing yes. where you just have to laugh because the car- because there's a laugh track and you're like am I not getting right. something <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah right. but I mean like I, w- I really would want to know how much juggling like what the percentage of juggling on the show on the series is because there's a number that would get me to watch just for the juggling and there's juggling in the credits and this episode so I have to imagine it's like 50 60 well I feel like he probably put it on his resume episodes. and then like couldn't back out mm-hmm. of it yeah. Right. Yeah. It's why yeah. they cast him. Yeah. They're like, we need oh, a man. strong yeah. juggler. And uh, Peter Scolari would go on to win an Emmy for being a Newhart. I looked that up. Oh. So. I don't know what that is. It was Bob Newhart's show after the Bob Newhart show. Oh. Yeah. It was the one that ended. The series finale was uh, Bob Newhart from the Bob Newhart show waking oh, up. Oh, yeah. And realizing that he had dreamed the whole series of Newhart. I remember that oh. only because it, I've seen it on lists of, like, worst endings ever. Weirdest, yeah, exactly. I don't, yeah. I had absolutely yeah. no knowledge of that. Yeah. So, it, he he ran an inn in... Vermont. Was yeah. it Vermont? I was going for you to, to, um, to fill that in for me, Lucy, because I know that you are something of an expert on yeah, Vermont, well, having listened well, to your State Your Case episode. <laughs> my parents used to own an inn in Vermont, and people right. would always, people of their age would always call them Bob, New, my dad, Bob Newhart. People of my age mm-hmm. would always call my mom Lorelai Gilmore. Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. That makes sense. Is is Gilmore Girls in Vermont? No, it's in Connecticut, Connecticut, but close. Okay, cool. Whatever. Same thing. It's um, an inn in New England. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I think, is that... Is that it? Do we have anything else that we want to say besides thanks to Lucy? Social media? Yeah, so, yeah, I don't have anything else to say on Bosom Buddies. Yeah, I mean, I would I would watch... See, it's 
Well, it's free on YouTube, <laughs> so you could probably watch it for free. Um, although the, the, the one that I watched was under the category of, like, automotive repair, which I thought was, was clever on that user's part. Okay. Because it makes it harder to search. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're searching for pirated copies of your TV show, you don't look under automotive repair because who would put a TV show there? Right. So, huh. in a way, there's sort of a Bosom Buddies-esque farce going on on that YouTube channel as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Lucy, thank you so much for coming on Yeah, thank uh, you guys for having and, me. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming back. Yeah, we we and there was remarkably uh, little uh, suicide talk this week, which was I, I was really happy about. Yeah, um, it means that we can have you on and not talk entirely about uh, TV shows with with teen suicide. Although there was some jumping off a of fire escape talk, so we didn't escape it completely. Which is surprising because I really thought that we would be able to avoid that topic yeah. entirely. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, Lucy comes on. You know what? <laughs> 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 Never mind. Um, it was a bad uh, joke. <laughs> it was a bad joke that I didn't even want to finish. Yeah. Um, it's it was lovely to have you on, Lucy. It was. Um, and uh, we hope that uh, you get um, some podcasts up back up again soon, whether it's midpoint or, or something else. Uh, it's fun to hear your voice on on it's... on podcasts. Yeah. You can find uh, if you go on McSweeney's. This is so cool, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Lucia here for this because I think it's so cool. If you go on McSweeney's, the website. And you search uh, Lucy Huber. Yes. H-U-B-E-R. If you search that, she has, I think, two things up on McSweeney's, which is so, so cool. So and they're really I don't mean to correct you, but I actually have three. Do you have three? Last time I, I checked, it was only two. So you're far more prolific than I, well, uh, you're somewhat more yeah. prolific than I had, had you pegged for. So congratulations. Thanks. But yeah, Lucy Lucy has, has stuff all, all the time. If you follow uh, me um or Aaron, I think mm-hmm. if when Lucy has something up, we generally tend to retweet it because it's one awesome and also you know getting the word out that we know Thanks, that we know guys. that we know someone who's published somewhere super cool. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks. I think it's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. You're right. You're right. It, it is cool too. It is cool too. Um, Lucy, where can people find you if they want to uh, bypass the middleman? <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at CL Hubes. And uh, you can find me on my very fancy website, www.lucyhuber.com. Ooh. Nice. Very fancy. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much again for, uh, for being on. And uh, now we're going to shift it to talking about where you can find us on the internet. We have a Facebook page called, we have a Facebook group called Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed, uh, which is where we spend sort of most of our time. Uh, talking in to life. people yeah and, and in life <laughs> um we uh and yeah you so you should join that above all you know a, a, anything else we say is, is cool but uh definitely come join the facebook group because it's fun yes um yes. if you are more of the twitter type you can find our podcast on twitter at ufo podcast and then individually i'm at unabashedly aaron and i'm at unabashed james um we have a patreon uh, page, which is patreon.com slash unabashedly obsessed. Um, we are in the, I guess you have like two more weeks uh, before it's the end of November, and uh, the signups for uh, getting entered in into our huge giveaway. Actually, I can look up at the giveaway box right now. And so, yeah, if you enter at any level on our Patreon uh, before the end of November, you will be entered into a giveaway. We're giving away a couple of prize bundles that we haven't yet uh, put together 
and like divvied up the giveaway box. Uh, we're going to do a drawing of anyone who's entered, uh, who has signed up for Patreon this year. So yes, so um, you get one entry for every month that you have been a patron. Exactly. Uh, we're also still doing. Um, as always, because we have five um, or more people at this tier or higher, um, our uh, monthly recommendation giveaway. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have at the five dollar tier, you get uh, we recommend five uh, things um, that we are enjoying in, in various media and perhaps recipes. Perhaps yeah, I was going to uh, say various media and culinary capacities. Right, exactly. I've recommended a lot of recipes lately, but they're really good. And they they, they do sound very good too. Um, I haven't. You haven't made me any of them, but that's. I offered you chicken soup the last true. time I made it, and you did not take me up on it. So. Well, that's true, but I will later. <laughs> yeah. You just can't. It's not. It can't just be like you know. You have to wait for me to come to the chicken soup naturally, and you can't just have it be like summer stock. Um, <laughs> but then, so once, stock, once we got uh, five. Five people at this level, we start doing a monthly giveaway where we give away. We send one of the things we've recommended to a uh, a, a person that we randomly pick. So yep. uh, we've been doing that for two months, and uh, it's been super fun to send them to people. So, yep. Uh, that's patreon.com slash unabashedlyobsessed. Um, I think that's it for social media. You can email us unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. That's, yeah. that's pretty much it. Um, so I think that's going to do it. Uh, next week is the last week of Thanksgiving month, and we've got a good one planned for you. We've had, yeah, we do. We've planned almost since the beginning of, of uh, the thoughts of the, having this month at all. Um, uh-huh. This has been in the works. Uh, so hopefully it's a good episode and doesn't suck. Um, <laughs> and if it does, then you'll get an outtakes episode instead. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> so I think that's going to do it for us. Um, oh, thank you to uh, Jamie Shaheen for uh, uh, the – the theme song he wrote for us. Uh, did you guys know there's a ladder down here? Uh, you can find his band, A Silent Few, on YouTube. And thank you also to Emily Cardamus, who did our logo art. You can find her on Twitter at Corrupted Gem. Um, this has been a lovely episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. I'm Lizzie. Smoking kills. And so do pennies. Mm-hmm.